What's this world coming to? Did you see my boy speaking to my Polish countrymen? Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you're Polish, right? And your beautiful wife is Polish. That's right. But it was the worst speech I ever heard in my life. Well, I don't know. It could be a close one with his inauguration speech. I don't know how long the speech was. I didn't listen to all of it, but let's say it was 35 minutes long. He spent 25 minutes on giving a history lesson that the Polish people always knew about. You were invaded by the Russians and by the Nazis and this, and you did that. Did you see the press yeah, conference? Yeah, uh, some of it, which he contradicted himself. He said, Obama knew about the Russian hacking, didn't do anything. And then and the next thing he said, well, maybe Russian did it, but also other people. I saw the press conference and I just could feel my blood pressure rising. I was just so enraged. This guy on the national stage just spouting absurdity about he doesn't know if it was the Russians, maybe it was the Russians. You know, you've heard that line over and over and over again. He just cannot say anything bad about Putin. And Putin is going to play him like a song when they get together. You know that's happening because he knows what he responds to. He's going to stroke his little ego right? and he's going to get whatever he wants. You know, that's how it works, right? Yep. Well, we'll see how it goes in Germany, because I don't think Merkel's going to be any pushover. Forgetting Trump for a second, this is crazy. Did you know that over the long holiday weekend in Chicago... 101 people were shot. 15 dead. And, you know, I have to agree with Trump on this one. Remember, uh, sometime, maybe it was in his campaign, he talked about sending the National Guard to Chicago. Maybe that's exactly what needs to happen. How about just some good firearm instructors or higher bullet prices? How about that? Higher bullet prices? Yeah, make these people pay for their stuff. Oh, come on now. NRA's not going to like that. And you got to figure a lot of these people that have the firearms, they don't have the carry license. Right. They get their weapons the old-fashioned way, right? Gun shows. <laughs> it's so sad because this should be the lead story. But it's been going on for so long. People have just become used to it. Right. And even in Philadelphia, there's a problem. But it's relegated to just a small, maybe 10 by 10 block area that most people have the fortune of not having to go into. So it's just like killing their own. And it's, it's sad. I don't know what can be done. But in Chicago, it's obviously the worst in any city in America. But it just goes on. And, and, and it just seems like we take it for granted, right? Happy Fourth of July. Bang! You're dead, baby! Right. I don't know if you noticed on the 4th of July, MSNBC was running these lockup shows. I've never, ever watched one, but I'm scrolling through the TV and it says lockup Cleveland. So obviously, you know, I live in Cleveland. I'm interested. Right. And I turned this thing on for about five minutes and I had to turn it off because some of the people that they take off the street and they put away are absolutely batshit crazy like you've never seen before like you know maniacal you right. know screaming yelling they have to put them in you know not just in handcuffs but they have to chain their whole bodies down and i'm thinking to myself yeah karen and i were on the streets of cleveland last night and what if they <laughs> let one of these guys out you know we went to the indians game last night they win no but that's another story. But I got to tell you, so we decided to try this new restaurant downtown. This is before the game, and we're on our way to this restaurant. And we passed by the CBS cluster in town, you know, the radio outlet. And I told Karen, I said, well, it was still early. They were still kind of open. It was like 5 o'clock. And I said, I wonder if Rick Kramer 
is still working here. Karen and I met at WGCL in Cleveland 98.5 years ago, and there was this kid who was the production director. We called him Rune because he looked like a young Rune Arledge, yep. and uh, and his name was Rick Kramer. Nice kid, nice kid nice guy well now he's like 50 years old he's been at this station for over 30 years right what's he do he's the production director you know he does commercials and stuff like that always had a great voice but we went into the lobby and of course typical radio station today nobody in the lobby so you're standing there waiting for somebody to pick you up on the camera to come into the lobby to maybe buzz you in and some young guy came out and we're just a couple of friends of Rick Kramer. So we'd love to say hello. And next thing you know, he comes out, gives us a tour of the station, takes us all around. And you know, the thing that really blew my mind, all these people that work there, they knew who I was and they said, oh man, you're a big deal. Wow. I can't believe you're here and all this stuff. And did you ever hear the name Michael Stanley? Yeah, I have. Michael Stanley was a big 80s artist and huge in Cleveland. Mostly in Cleveland. But he had, I think, one big national hit. It was called My Town. Remember that song? No. It was all about Cleveland. (laughs) Anyway, he's a big deal in Cleveland. And he was married to Wayne Newton's sister. Wayne Newton is his brother-in-law. I'm just trying to picture Wayne Newton with a wig. Yeah, well, anyway, Wayne Newton used to come to Cleveland all the time. What I didn't know, I met Michael Stanley. I made mention of his brother-in-law, Wayne Newton, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, he's not my brother-in-law anymore. <laughs> so they're, they're not married. So that was kind of an awkward moment. But Michael Stanley does afternoons on 98.5, which is WNCX here in Cleveland now. It's a classic rock station. It used to be WGCL. And that's where I met Karen and our mutual friend there, Rick Kramer, who was showing us around. But Michael Stanley, he looks so miserable. And he said to me, he said, so you're doing syndication, so you're a lot better off than I am. <laughs> He's like, you know, he, he just seems so disinterested and unhappy. Well, I mean, he's probably, you know, like you said, he's that age and he's still doing something he probably didn't think he'd be doing right now, right? Yeah, he's older than me, too. He's older than both well, of us, I think. Well, so. that makes it even sadder. Yeah, it man. is, because, you know, I got to figure he's on his second or third wife now. I have no idea. But, you know, he probably has to work because of that. Right. And he does a concert in Cleveland at Blossom Music Center every year, sells it out. I mean, it's huge. So that's got to be his other big paying gig. So between those two things and the ex-wives, yeah. Yeah, he he looked totally miserable. But, you know, then again, if this is the hand you've been dealt, just roll with it, right? Roll with it, baby. Roll with it. You know who else I feel bad for? Who? The people in Phoenix, Arizona. I swear to God, in the last two weeks, every day I look at Phoenix, it's like 3.30 in the morning because I'm watching at 6.30 our time, and it's 94 degrees at 3.30 in the morning, and the high, today it's going to be 115. How do you live like that? <laughs> it's a dry heat. Yeah, bullshit, that dry heat. And you want to go live on Mars, right? <laughs> yeah. I can remember when I was a young man, we traveled across the country in my Volkswagen, and we got to Las Vegas, and we got a motel, a cheap motel, and it was 118 degrees in the afternoon. It was amazing. You really, really could put up an egg on the sidewalk and fry it. I don't know how people live like that. It's only going to get worse. What is the magic, the mystique, the fascination with Phoenix? Karen and I went there. Our daughter Katie had a 
soccer tournament there years ago. And we went there and we'd never been to Phoenix before. First off, it's just a dry desert town. With and, mountains in the background. Yeah, and the mountains aren't even that pretty. I mean, it's not like New Mexico. Sun, New, Valley of the Sun. New Mexico has beautiful mountains, but right. Phoenix... It's an ugly town. It's hot as hell. Right. So my daughter, Katie, she's out there playing soccer, and she's running around, and she starts pulling on her butt. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. It, tu- it turns out, as she's running along, there's these little cactus spurs in the grass. So they bounce up, and they go into your ass. Oh, jeez. I never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, strange stuff. And we have friends out there who had us over for a barbecue. And they had just moved there from Cleveland, so they had no idea what they were doing yet. Their home was surrounded by a fence, so nothing could get in. But you have to worry about huge owls and stuff like that coming in and picking up your animals. But what's on the other side of the fence are like, you know, rattlesnakes and coyotes and mountain lions and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So they can't go beyond the fence. We're having this barbecue and he's got these little cactus shrubs in his yard and he picks up one of these leaves and he starts screaming and he's got cactus spurs in his hand. (laughs) You know, it's just a strange place to be. You've got the heat. You've got all this exotic wildlife that could kill you at any second. But I bet it's beautiful in January and February, you know? I don't know, but Scottsdale is fantastic. Outside of Scottsdale, not so much. But Scottsdale is like this city that's totally rich green. Rich old people. Yeah, rich old people. Rich old white people. That's right. That's probably Trump territory. I wonder if he's got a golf course there. I bet he does. Probably. Anyway, back to Trump. I've never seen anyone so embarrassed the United States of America is this guy. What a buffoon, what a joke. He was giving a speech to the Polish people today, and every time he would stop, he would say something, and there would be applause, and he was talking about Poland, and they would cheer, and he would go, thank you, thank you, like they were cheering for him. And then they started cheering, (laughs) Poland, Poland. He probably thought they were saying Trump, Trump in Poland. Oh, yeah. And he goes, thank you, thank you. Well, you know, they had those people bust in. You knew that, right? Yep, from the rural parts of Poland, because in the big cities where people are educated and stuff, they think he's a buffoon just like us. Just like it is here. The latest Gallup poll shows Trump at 37%. Also in the same poll, it shows that 47% of the American people want to see him impeached. How do you like that? Well, wait till uh, he starts war with North Korea and 300,000 people are get wiped out in South Korea. Let's see what his poll numbers go there. His poll numbers are actually the best here in the United States. They did a poll of countries all around the world. The country with the lowest approval ratings for Trump is Mexico with 5%. And then I think the highest might even be Poland, which he's at like 37, 38%. So it was easy to recreate the scenario with him sort of at a Trump rally in Poland, you know, because he does have pretty good numbers there. But still, the majority of every single country on the planet Earth is against Donald Trump. Where is the outrage, my friend? Aren't you worried that you're going to, anybody that tunes into this thing, if they're a Trump supporter? Are going to say, bye no, bye. I'm not worried about it because you know what? I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm the umpire of the baseball game calling the balls and strikes. And unfortunately, we've got somebody who is totally batshit crazy in the batter's box. So mm. I've got to call him the way I see him, my friend. You're out. And he will be soon. See you, baby. So Cleveland lost last night. We lost. Who did they play? We played San Diego. I mean, who knew? They have trouble with National League teams. 
Left a crap load of people on base. Lost the night before with Kluber on the mound. Set an all-time tribe record of strikeouts. He had another 10 strikeouts. He has fanned more batters than Rapid Robert. You know who Rapid Robert was, right? He's the all-time greatest pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. Robert Feller. I know my baseball. Yeah. So Kluber is a machine, but he lost that game on the 4th of July by one run, one to nothing. Tribe bats don't show up when Kluber pitches. You're still in first place, right? Still in first place, but they seem kind of lethargic right now. We left early, and we actually went to their Hall of Fame park. Did the Phillies do this? A lot of baseball teams are doing like an in-park Hall of Fame, and the Indians have done a great job of that. I don't know if you saw the statue they just erected in Cincinnati for Pete Rose. Yeah. Really brilliant. It has him sliding into the base, and the statue, his legs are up in the air, almost I like suspended in uh, you know, defying gravity, which was, I think, an amazing tribute to him. By the way, he should be in the Hall of Fame, don't you think? Yeah, but he did the mortal sin of, of all sports, gambling and betting. And he not, he not well, only- I think the mortal sin, at least for Bart Giamatti, was lying about it. I don't think they ever really proved, and I don't think he betted against the Reds. Yes, he did. He, he bet did? On, he, well, no, he bet on the Reds. That's not what I said. Bet against the Reds. Because if he had bet against the Reds, yeah, that would have been the mortal sin. But he bet on the Reds to win. Right. What's wrong with that? Come on. I know, but there's, there's bylaws and there's things that you uh, he's been punished long enough. He's one of the greatest baseball players in the history of the game. He should be in the hall. And the best haircut in baseball history. <laughs> well, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, the uh, you know, speaking of haircuts, I bet he's a trumper, don't you think? I think Probably. He he's a strange guy, boy. He's got strange guy. Strange haircut, strange coloring. I think he's married. Is he married now again to the, he has like a Korean girlfriend. I can't keep up. I have no idea. Can't keep up. He's got the Korean haircut though, for sure. <laughs> Maybe he is. Ha, ha, ha.